Hello there. This is an incoming transmission from the Outer Rim Beacon. Everything leading up to this moment has been rehearsal. The real performance is about to begin. I'm counting on it. People of Lothal, you have now tuned in to the Outer Rim Beacon, your frequency for everything in that galaxy far, far away. My name is Justin. I'm one of the hosts. Joining me today, as always, are my co-hosts. This is Josh, and I can't wait to tell you guys what I've decided to do with my new car. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, this is Kyle, and uh, I know imitation is like the most sincere form of flattery, but Josh, I don't know that you had to get like the exact same pair of glasses that I wear every day. I mean, <laughs> it's cool, I guess, but like... I mean, are yours Nike? Because mine are. <laughs> I definitely are not. <laughs> this so is you true. know what's they funny? Do, I mean, is I am totally a brand whore. And I love Nike. Totally. Um, but my insurance, for whatever reason, covered more money if I bought Nike. And it, like it was certain brands like had more coverage, and Nike mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. the only one with any glasses I thought were cool at the SVS Vision that I went to. But yeah, well, it covered them, so like an additional cool. seventy or eighty dollars on the frames because it was that brand. So I was like, wow. yes. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, you got to use those uh, eye insurance benefits. Yeah. That is impressive. Not bad. Vision. They do look similar. I mean, I know that people can't see it, but they do look pretty similar. I mean, they're like a, the most generic glasses frames. They're just clear plastic wafers uh, or whatever. You know, but they they look good on your head. They they fit well, you. Oh, I've That's, got a good you know. looking head, Justin. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, they, they, you guys look great. You look good in glasses. I had uh, the the whatever that is, surgery, the LASIK thing, mm. and zapped my eyes pretty early on. So uh, I don't think I've been to an eye doctor in like 20 years. <laughs> oh, wow. Now that you're is that, ba- is that man, bad? You just need some readers. Is that bad? <laughs> no, I mean, not if, you, not if you're not having any problems. I don't know. No, I mean, I, I see great. Like, I, I, you think? I see perfectly fine. So uh, what, are you guys, what are you guys doing? Hold on. Let me squint mm. a little bit more here. I can't see. Um, well, welcome everybody. Welcome to the show. Um, glad to be back. Welcome to Josh I and I, yeah, Josh and I were the only ones holding it down last week. Kyle was out sick. Um, so we're definitely glad sick to have him shit. back after uh, the no comedy back, has always. returned, apparently, <laughs> or at least the sarcasm. Um, but yes, definitely glad to have Kyle. I feel like we're back to full, full strength, uh, much full like strength. our Bad Batch crew get back together almost full strength almost full strength strength again well that's very true um but almost back to full strength so um well let's dive into a little bit of news and notes here um we do have a little update on mando and grogu it's our awesome sound effect right news flash (laughs) yeah uh bulletin from the outer rim (laughs) yeah that's pretty good Um, i liked it I need uh, this, this. I need some Tom Kane uh, voiceovers in here to do the news update, like in the style of Clone Wars. But um, Mando and Grogu is going to be shooting in California over ninety-two days, uh, targeting a mid-October wrap-up. Um, I forget what I read. They said the amount of cast was. It was like five hundred and some. 
um, I think, if I remember that right, is a huge cast. But, I mean, if they're filming out in California, you know they're going to pull in uh, a is bunch of extras. Is 500 people like a huge cast for a feature film even, though? I don't know. I, well, I don't know. I guess I figured I mean, it was going to be in the how volume. Many people are just like going to be walking around in the background of stuff, any kind of crowd shot, th- anything like that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe it is huge. I don't know. I'm not. I'm I don't. Just, I don't know. I mean, I figure they're pulling in the 501st extras, right? The the dudes that are out in California, 501st guys. Are I figure they? they're pulling them jealous. Is this um, the like everything together movie, or is this the just a Mando and Grogu movie? I thought the Mando and Grogu movie was the everything together. I would movie. assume so. This is going to be the kind of convergence of all these storylines. Does it feel mm-hmm. too soon? Are we going to get a couple more seasons, like several more seasons of TV before this Mando wrap-up movie comes out? Uh, uh, probably one more season of Mandalorian and one more season of Ahsoka, I would say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are, I mean, I aren't figure. those the only two that are really going to yeah, tie in? And I thought it was so slated hold now for... hope for Book of Boba Fett season two. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Uh, yeah, that one's uh, kind of dwindling. A I little do hope. Bit. I do hope Bubba gets his own like another storyline on the, on uh, live action though. I I mean that it, it's easy to hate on that that miniseries or whatever, but Boba Fett Honestly, was cool. Kersantan was cool. Garza Flip was cool. I mean, there was it had plenty of upside. He wrote a friggin' rancor. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't without Danny merit. Trejo. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And Danny and I cool. I just want it for Tamara Morrison. He seems like such a great guy, and he's yeah. like a you mm-hmm. know he's uh you know he's down. Uh, I with mean, the fans and frankly, all that crawling out of the Sarlacc and training with the Tuscans. I mean, that shit. Was, that stuff was dope. I mean, there that was yeah. great TV. Agreed. Um. It would be nice. I don't know if we will, but uh, we might get no, uh, we not. might get some animated boba. I'll take if we're it. getting uh, uh, with some bad batch here. So uh, we'll see, though. I know, we know we're getting cat. I'm actually so pro animation. I'm going to dispute Justin's point. <laughs> he's going to make at the end of this episode. The <laughs> um, Well, let's see what we got. Uh, the only other bit of news that we had was uh, Timothy Zahn. Currently working on a comic adaptation of Thrawn Alliances that is currently being released, right, Kyle? What? Yeah, I think it's a four-issue miniseries. Um, I, it seems to me like it's it's extra information around the Thrawn Alliances novel, more than just like a comic adaptation, uh, but I could be wrong about that. And I'm not even 100% sure if he's actually, like, writing on it or if he's consulting or whatever because he's the main author and he's not really a comic person per se. But his name's all over it. I know that. And we are we are the the Thrawn boys here, and we like Timothy Zahn in general. So I thought it was worth mentioning. And my Amazon Alexa, like, actually gave me a out loud notification about it today. <laughs> Hey, there's a comic coming out. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, it doesn't say it like that, but yes, that was no. the idea. <laughs> Gosh, I would hope not. That'd be the worst Amazon ever. Worst yeah. Alexa ever. Um, 
<laughs> so yeah, not a lot of news and notes this week. Um, they did one of those. Bef- let- they've done those before for the other books, like comic comic adaptations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the little short series ones. They're they're kind of nice. They're quick, digestible. Um, you know, Blade of Bardota was a four shot com four shot run. If I had a dollar for every time Justin brought up the Blade of Bordota, I don't know. I feel like it's every other episode he works that into the conversation somehow. Every other episode. Get the, get this guy. We only had two episodes since November. Now, in the in the history. Well, and that thing's been in the works for like a year and a half. So uh well they're on the broken blade now. I so see. yeah. So and I don't know when that one's coming out. Kyle so. didn't even know, you fake fan. <laughs> It's hard to keep up with the comic stuff because there's just a lot of it um, yeah. out there. Well, so, and the miniseries um, are, like you said, more digestible. You don't have to worry about like what, how many millions of comics came before this to lead into this, and how you know where's it going after this. And just, right. I have a bit of a problem with comics. I can't really even go in and be trusted to go into a comic book store regularly. Uh, I'm in two months. I'll have a three hundred dollar a month list then it, it just becomes unmanageable and I, i've got a problem so yikes yeah that's that's rough there's a lot of good stuff out there a lot of good artists yeah, a lot comics of good writers. are awesome mm-hmm. yes um support your lo- local comic book store people go buy some comics there there's not really like a a big box comic book chain store is there um i don't know in my community, every comic book store is your local comic book your store. Your local. Well, you know, you know. So it's not it's not fighting against uh, big box stores. It's fighting against it's like di- Amazon, di- the online di- market. digitalization. Digitalization. I don't. Was, I do um, not. I'm on board with an audiobook. I do not like a digital comic. I really, really, mm. vastly prefer a physical comic book. I see. Have you ever done guided view where it yeah. zooms in on? See, I do like that because I can't see anything. So, and it's kind of cool to see the animation. But I still like having view. the the physical mm-hmm. copy. That's like I get yeah. any Marvel thing I get, which is all the Star Wars, most of the Star Wars stuff. You get that free digital comic. So I still buy the yeah. physical comic, open it up, scan it, and then read it on my computer or on my iPad. Nice. Nice. Well, let's um, let's dive into our topic for this week, continuing with the return of the Bad Batch. Nice. A... Oh, nice. Um, last week, Kyle, we had the uh, we had the uh, lovely wrecker. Uh, effective and effective. Defective and effective. effective. And effective. Yep, like uh, Clone Force ninety nine, defective and effective, and right, right now, um, leaning more a little bit towards the defective side. We're we're down a man. Um, in this episode, what are you we finally about, Justin? got. They, we they finally effectively got. escaped captivity <laughs> and reunited with each other across the galaxy while on this the run. Is true, um, they did well. I'm I'm going to give props to Omega because she made most of that happen. Let's be honest, because. <laughs> Hunter and Record did not do anything at the. They kept looking. They did. They kept looking. They just didn't do anything to actually like help Springer. But in fairness, Tantus is hard to find. 
it's not readily available on everybody's maps. I so I liked this. I liked that they escaped themselves working together instead of being rescued. Mm-hmm. I think I think that was you know. I, think I do that like that we picked up. I do like that we picked up right where the last one left off. We didn't have there was no time jump. There was no. It was literally like these first four episodes minus the first episode to roughly the second, like the third and the fourth are back to back. Like it's just a continuation of the story. Um, I did like that. Um, so that was kind of nice. There was some good action in this one. Um, I think the pace overall was a little slow, I but it was I a mean, little boring. It's, it's it been fine. Good. Yeah. It, it was the least exciting of the first four episodes to me. Mm-hmm. It was okay though. There, I, I yeah. It did end on a big cliffhanger and I'm interested to see what happens next week. That's for sure. Justin is zooming through all of his points without doing the segments. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't get to all of them. I didn't get to all of them. So, um, all right. So yeah, so we kind of talked about this last week. Josh and I were, uh, trying to like do the names as we were going through this, um, our Jedi master observations for this week's episode. Um, who wants to, I'm going to start with Kyle. Cause Kyle wasn't here last week. Kyle. So Kyle's, well, you're this gonna is first hate week mine, back. So that's fine. What's that? Said you're gonna hate mine because they're stupid, but that's fine. We can start. No, with no, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. Um well first, uh it's Captain Man, right? Is that the the guy with the weird mm-hmm. neck? Why does why is his neck neck like that? He looks like he couldn't fold a <laughs> a, a pillowcase or something. Like he <laughs> He looks like a bureaucrat who got a cushy uh, like a backwater assignment. Yeah, like, and now mm-hmm. he's just getting like soft and uh, uh I guess uh not bribing what what would that be extorting his his people there uh, in the town. Yeah. Mhm. Well, um not everyone might have caught this. It was pretty subtle. It is uh an easter egg, but when he says I run this town to them, that is actually a subtle reference to the 2009 Rihanna and Jay-Z hit, uh, Run This Town. Um, everyone in the Star Wars universe celebrates Rihanna, so you might not have caught that, <laughs> but that was a direct reference to that. Kyle, should I think that... that here uh, in the fan service? I think that should have been <laughs> in the Thank the Maker section, but that's yeah. okay. We're, yeah. you know, we're still, like we said, we're still workshopping it, so... That's a great observation, though, too. <laughs> They're, they well, they wanted, go hand in hand. Yeah, I want to... <laughs> I, I was afraid not everyone would catch it, was the thing. I gotcha. I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> I do have something I'm curious about, though. Uh, I don't have any explanation for it, like I did on that good one, but... Um, why is the, and why is Omega the only one who can receive this, uh, quote M count, stupid thing to call it, um, without any, whatever, no loss, uh, transfer. And why did Nala say no about it the whole time? What's up with her? She's a lady. <laughs> just because you're a, 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 a female clone, you can. Uh... No, actually, I I thought that, and then I was like, oh no, because that the the one tech is uh that like that has kind of befriended her is uh, a female clone, but I'm wondering if em- it, Emery. I wonder if it has is to do with Emery? being an unaltered clone. I don't uh, know. That's what was my thought too. Um, 
But I still had to go with the she's the lady because I was ready to do that. So I had to keep it going. (laughs) Yeah, work it in wherever. Yeah, I that's kind of the thinking that I thought, Josh, was that it's just because she's an un, unaltered clone. So I would figure that maybe Bobo could do the same thing since Bobo was unaltered as well. But Boba is basically a Mandalorian, and they may not know that he's, Boba, Boba, you know, Boba. like they just figured it was are, Jango's are clones the son only or people they're so. che- they're testing? Is that the impression we're under? That was not necessarily the impression I was under. I don't know. I thought it was just the clones, because um, there were a lot of them in that. In that they were coming in and laying on the table, and then just shuffling them those back were like out people again. They have easy access to experiment on, but they would be testing anyone they can get access to their blood, like potentially every stormtrooper, because this is mm-hmm. such a high priority project. Project Necromancer is so mm-hmm. high priority for the Emperor. Now I will say they they this show has done a great job of this show that um, we're doing right now the Outer Rim Beacon. <laughs> yes, the Outer Rim Beacon show. We have done a great job of developing Nala Say's character into more than what she was in the prequels. Uh, no, Bad Batch has. I mean, low bar. A, f- a fair. If we're being fair, I, sure. to, to be, yeah, but like in in the prequels, she barely she just had a couple lines, and it saying. made it seem like I like how she I was like a, a secretary like or something. Of this show, and we breezed over it to talk about Nala Say getting character development, but that's fine. Uh, She's doing really great. Hold on, in this show. We <laughs> didn't do anything. Well, because Justin, Justin always did it. all my poignant slash hilarious. He doesn't hate. He fun. heard you. He heard you getting a little bit too confident. And he had to swat you back down. You know, that's it's <laughs> part of being a host. Um, the Omega Force sensitive thing. I'm very afraid. I'm count thing. I'm very afraid that it's just going to be a poorly explained mystical. Baby Jesus, Anakin Skywalker, conceived by the Force, serendipitous, one in a billion trillion. It could be, but how has Nala Say known about it the whole time, too, though? Because she's been like, she's been intentionally not testing her because she knew that this was going to be the result. Um, and like that's probably part of the reason I, I believe that she legitimately does care about her too, but that's probably part of the reason she's kept her close all this time as well. Oh yeah, um, no, there's totally. just like so much more to it, and I like how and why. I don't know. I mean, maybe it was she's clearly just a you know a quote defective clone too. They've mentioned that multiple times, but maybe that's part of it or was she like designed that way or what? I don't I don't know. But do I you, feel like that's sort you, of like an important part of the story. Do you think that we will get that explanations at some point in the season cuz obviously in the prequels we get the explanation as to why Django wanted one unaltered clone for himself. I think this basically is more as his about son. the sequels than the prequels. They're not trying to explain anything about the clones. They're trying to explain how somehow Palpatine returned, in my opinion. Right, right. But why would they... That's what I'm saying. Is like, we know Boba, or we know Django wanted a son. So he said, I want one altered clone for myself, and that was Boba, and that's his son. But why would you create... Why would the Kaminoans create another clone in Omega when they didn't have to? Do you know what I mean? Do you think that they'll present it as like some sort of thing along the lines of like 
you know, the Kaminoans were working on the project but didn't know what they were getting into. And then once they realized that, like, how nefarious it was, they that's oh. why Nalase decided to hide her. Like, I don't know. I see, I see, I'd yeah, be really maybe. interested to I see, see where it goes because I don't, I, I'm not sure. That's interesting. Well, you know, and, and Palpatine was ultimately manipulating the creation of this clone army from the very beginning. So who knows what kind of extra orders he was working in there. Well, that's what I'm well, saying. And like them not the really knowing what was going on. Yep. Good point. Good point. Um, Josh, what about you? What uh, what observations did you have this on this week's episode? So my main takeaway from this week um, that I wanted to talk about is just the pace. Like normally, I feel like we're compl- every season of animation we're complaining about the pace, kind of plotting a little bit in points, and I was shocked that we got escape and reunion this fast. So that means like we have a lot of time to tell more story. So like the, like I was, I was kind of thinking that escape and reunion might be like the end of the season. Um, Mm. not like, not even halfway through the season. So I'm just, I'm very much like, okay, so we have everybody now. Like what's, what do we, what do we, I, what's the new goal to, I really you know? hope we do something valuable with it. You know, we meet up with, uh, Rex and, and echo and we, you know, we, we liberate some clones and we, we put them on some kind of mission or assisting the, 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 the 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 uprising of the rebellion or whatever or you know we really flesh out this uh project necromancer thing and and shed some light on what's kind of like pretty convoluted sequel trilogy and all that kind of stuff and the jars of snoke from mando and all that you know and not just kind of like oh we went to a racetrack and here's this you know, smart Alec droid or, or well, whatever kind of episode right, right. We, we might have, you know, the quote unquote fillers. Yeah. You know, I hate, say, I hate to yeah, say I don't that, like but, that term, um, but I, I, I hope that we get a lot of value out of these next, whatever eight or what is it? 12 episode season, 16 episode season, uh, 12, 15, right? 15, I believe. Okay. These next yeah. 11 episodes, which is crazy. Cause like we're, we've got, we're four episodes in and to Josh's point, they're reunited already. So uh, I don't, I don't know what to expect in these already in a way, you know, crosshair has been not part of the team since season one too. So, um, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that part of it has been a long time coming, but, and you know, in universe, they've been without Omega for months, but like Josh said on screen, you know, we had the three, three episode premiere and then now they're back together at the end of this one. Um, I know we have yet to touch on um, um, uh, Crosshair's redemption arc with the rest of the Bad Batch. Do you think Crosshair's redemption arc with Omega is over after this? Like now that they've kind of spent some time together on the ship and had to escape together or do we think there's still a little bit more there? Well, no, it's going to morph to... It's going to morph to now rebuilding his bond with his brothers. 
I think him and Omega are fine now. I think no, that's, that's and, and I think yeah. and I okay. think they're going to be closed off and she's going to be the bridge. Sure. Gotcha. Okay. Well, so yeah, that I mean and that's going to be our storyline going forward. That's like that's going to be a big part of it for sure. Like them all If reconcile. you remember she she wanted to go searching for Crosshair way back you know middle of well, she never of she never gives two. up on anybody she never gave She's, up on him yeah. to mm-hmm. begin with so never i don't think it was more was her, like her getting him to to yeah. get on board with with being uh you know trusting her again oh yeah yeah than the other Good way point. around yep josh any other observations for this week no that was cool that was my um, i had one point. observation and and I'm going to share this because this is great. This is perfect timing. It worked out well oh, with this week's Justin's episode. Justin's observations are great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think Justin's is a, so, is a, is a thank the maker as well. So it could be too. Um, so the I just as it as it got later in the episode, and we see Captain Man uh, kind He's of basically set a trap for Crosshair and Omega. Captain Man carries a rk3 blaster which is essentially the same blaster that thrawn carries and it fit this week because and i i just told the guy and this is new to the guys this is breaking news to them i told them that i was printing something for them on my 3d 3d printer which happens to be a full rk3 3d printed blaster uh that is a Thrawn replica. Holy crap. And I was like, get out of here. <laughs> I was like, that worked out really well. So, um, and yeah, I know. I was like, wow. So, um, but no, these are actually like probably two of the best prints that I've had come off my printer. So I am uh, excited and, and happy to share those with you. So, and hopefully you nice. guys enjoy them. So they're not put together they're not painted but they are fully printed and ready to go so heck yeah but yeah so that was my my observation and happy to share that with you so all right let's dive in what's our nitpick or our brother uh observation here a little bit on the dark side with this week's episode josh what do you got okay. I don't, I don't, you know, I, I don't remember anything that I was really like well, upset about. I've got, I've got two little ones. Maybe you'll, um, maybe you'll jog my memory. When Omega is like gambling in that little cantina, that's at least according to what I've seen a, a couple places online. And my first impression was that that is supposed to be a Trandoshan, but mm-hmm. it looks very weird like what it has these crazy <laughs> spikes coming out of its head it doesn't do the trandoshan s talk like at all uh why does it look like that and why does it talk like that <laughs> that is a really weird uh trandoshan so that's so like so all one. trandoshans are supposed to look the same and sound the same kyle what well, what, what most humans here? have hair, is what I'm saying. <laughs> so, like, why does this Trandoshan have weird spikes that come out of its head when other Trandoshans yeah. don't? You know, I'd like to and apologize to all people that don't have hair that are offended by what Kyle just said. <laughs> well, I don't have hair. Kyle so. does not have hair. <laughs> 
Um, good point. No, you're right. He he definitely was not he the weird. normal. I've seen a lot of animated Trandoshan Trandoshans, and he looked different than all of the others. I'll say that. Did he look? Yeah. Did he look better or worse than the ones in town in uh, Book of Boba Fett? different (laughs) better 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 yeah um you know what they're um, a little bit more liberal with the trandoshan stuff though on in the cartoons remember that one like schlobby one that ran the mining guild ship like that guy you wouldn't have thought he was trandoshan until they told you Mm -hmm. but he i think he at least did like the s thing when he was talking a little bit like do you remember that, uh, Seth Green? Shucks, you're beating me at cards. <laughs> like, what? what is, that's not <laughs> a Trandoshan. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, oh, shit, I forgot what I was going to say. The, go- the goofy laugh uh, yeah, broke sorry. out of my brain. I'm not sorry. A little over the top there. <laughs> um, and one more. While they're in this town, did they ever? Did we get a name for this planet slash this town? Lao. Okay, whatever, stupid. I think it's Lao stupid mm-hmm. name um it's they're trying to be like discreet and be you know not not draw any attention to themselves they steal some disguises whatever and crosshair is walking around with this backpack and two giant blasters just sticking out of it like in this imperial occupied town that's clearly under the thumb of this corrupt whatever captain and he's like oh i hope nobody notices us i'll just shove my two rifles sticking out (laughs) of my backpack and maybe that won't draw any attention to me i thought that was a little silly too one i think captain man in the bar even says oh i haven't seen you and your dad around here before but your dad's over there creepily in the corner with the backpack in the shadow with his face (laughs) covered with weapons sticking out of his backpack like yeah (laughs) nothing to see here at all (laughs) your dad looks like a dick yeah (laughs) it's like you don't just regular guy not gonna cause any problems so (laughs) i think the the easy answer is that like because of the wild west nature of the galaxy yeah, everybody's it's, packing heat it's whatever. just open carries man every the, sure. the whole galaxy is sure. texas so oh what a nightmare oh yeah you're making it sound horrible <laughs> and, well and i'm <laughs> not saying like I, you, hey you, you know couldn't? what if anything we live on the austin planet <laughs> i'm just saying like if you're trying to fly under the radar, it seems like you'd conceal your weaponry, among other yeah. things. Yeah. Um, and it looked like it was one of those hard clone backpacks that normally has like a flap that goes over it. Like we couldn't just fold the flap over top of them and cover yeah, them. Yeah, doing nothing. I don't know. Um, I, my, I kind of agreed with Josh earlier with the sentiment of the, the just the pacing was a little slow um, for the episode. It's, I mean, I thought it was a little boring, it, frankly. Yeah, um, it was a little predictable. Um, You know, the well, how are we gonna get on this ship another way? All right, well, let me go hustle these people. All right, well, we got the money now. Well, now we gotta go save Batcher. Oh, they're setting a trap. Where did Batcher go? He's not here. Well, the Imperials took him. Okay, well, they're laying a trap for you. So it was a little on the predictable side, but um, Batcher. By by the way, I wasn't here last week, but Batcher is the name for the Bad Batches (laughs) dog. I mean, come on. Give me a break. Yeah. Like, I'm not, um, not the greatest. Thing, hey, everybody loves a good whatever. space doggo, though. Sure. Yeah. I, I like a good space doggo. 
Batcher, I, I feel bad though because I I love dogs, but I would have probably been like, let's get off this fucking planet. Sorry, pooch. Yeah. Sorry, random. <laughs> you'll be, you'll be sorry, <laughs> random, <laughs> random uh, wolf thing oh, that I hey, met like a week ago. Life. I know. Which That's which true. uh when they opened the the cages and all the animals kind of went running out, did anybody else notice like the giant flamingo dodo birds that just went yeah, running through the crowd? It was like, what is that? Um, which they reminded me saw... of those stampeding dinosaurs from uh, Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I saw yep. all those uh, animals in the cages, I knew for sure they were getting unlocked and trampling the Imperials. Like, that was yeah. a thousand you percent going to happen. You got to love how the the universal design of uh, bad guy cage systems where yeah. there's always, like, a, a way well, there's to... there's a master switch to open them all, A master switch to open yeah. every door at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely going to want to be able to release every single one of these animals in captivity in certain situations. <laughs> Simultaneously, so make sure we have that yes. button available to us. Please make it large and red, too. Uh, almost almost as good of a safety protocol as a guardrail by a giant ledge where a no, giant those laser we won't beam be shoots we won't through ever a tube. Be a guardrail. That'll be unnecessary. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um what uh let's speaking of a little bit of fan service for the episode, let's talk about thank the maker for including this these things in our episodes and in our shows. Um I only had one for this episode, which I thought the thing that actually ended up eating Captain Man or capturing him kind of looked like a Rathtar. That's what I thought. Or at it least was the tentacle. Um, a little bit of a sound, kind of mm-hmm. like the Rathtar too. So that was kind of cool. But outside of that, I didn't have much else. And the, of course, the Thrawn Blaster, the RK three appearance, which I mentioned. We earlier. did have a Stormtrooper and a Poncho, and we love a Poncho Woo-hoo! around here. So definitely, yeah. I don't know if that's servicing the whole fan community, but definitely these fans here. What, mm. what was the purpose of that Poncho? Uh, you know, keeping Debris off his crisp white stormtrooper uniform, I think. I love that his you kid. pronounce that word in the proper Debris. form. Debris? Yeah. Debris. Yep. I'm, yes. a, I'm a classy man. <laughs> man of taste. Um, Highbrow, if you will. <laughs> the highest. Um, yeah, so this. when uh, when uh, Celebration uh, 2032... High. <laughs> yeah. Higher, if you will. <laughs> when, uh, Celebration 2032 rolls around back in the States. We'll all be wearing our ponchos. We're, uh, are we are we ponchoing it up if there's ever a celebration in the, in the United States again? We should. Oh, man, that'd be awesome. I think we, we need to poncho it up. Yeah, we'll, we'll wear some ponchos. Are we all going to be like a different character who has a poncho? Like one of us is Luke, yes. one of us is Cal Kestis. Captain, Captain Rex wears I, a poncho. I like where this is going, Josh. I like where this is going. Cal, a lot of Cal Cactus wears Cactus. Cal Kestis wears M2. ponchos almost exclusively. Cal Cactus. He's Cal Cactus. That's his. Uh, he's a prickly South, fella. Southwestern United States uh, cousin. He robbed a bank. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> Not west. Is that his undercover name, Cal yeah. Cactus. That's <laughs> <laughs> how he hid from from the Sith for many years. Cal Cactus. He'll stop into the saloon, have a sarsaparilla. A sarsaparilla, get out of here! (laughs) Make another. Right. (laughs) So, (laughs) any other points you guys want to touch on for uh, this week's episode? It was pretty quick. It was um, not a lot going on. Yeah, it was fine. It was pretty quiet. Um, the one thing I will say is like the. So, have you guys noticed how like there's 
um the music well like i don't think we've talked about it yet but kiner is still a master and you know like um uh what's his name crosshair has like two two motifs he has like a a, like a hopeful one and like a darker one Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um we we heard the 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 one that they played when everyone saw him at the end was the hopeful one but it was like uh muted or like like subdued somehow so hmm. it's just it's interesting I, I think it's you know how music can set a scene that's probably yeah i'm just setting that scene that for what what are his brothers going to do or if it's going to be a bad reunion how how upset would everybody be if next week's episode just opens up and Crosshair and, or in uh, Hunter and Wrecker just open fire? They just kill Crosshair him immediately and, and just kill him in two scene. seconds. So came out and everybody's just like, huh? "What just happened?" <laughs> like, finally, we got that guy. Guy was a jerk. Done. I'll bet that Crosshair is Justin. No, I don't think that's going to happen either. So. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about something uh, maybe Star non Star Wars related uh, that's got you a little bit excited this week or juiced this week. Who wants to go first? I tried to do. <laughs> I tried to <laughs> upload one of my band's song into an AI thing with the Macho Man voice, and it didn't work. Yeah, how'd that work out? Oh, but Is think that about how awesome about? that would be. No, I just the just Caleb the Doom. What's got you juiced? Made me think of it because I was I was planning on um, when we got to this segment saying being like Cal, I got a question for you. What's got you juiced, brother? But we, <laughs> I wasn't ready. So, oh, um, I mean, you just kind of did it. Yeah. Well, no. Now true. I'm explaining for next week, um, and oh. we've you know we've been workshopping in public with the mm-hmm. listeners, all five of them. Yeah, I mean, I we think have. that's what, how the people really like it. Yeah, like behind, the behind the curtain and being part of the B- um, development process. Yeah. Um, something I am excited about, I'll start, um, is this new show on FX called Shogun. It looks really awesome. The very first episode, maybe two episodes, but I only watched the first one, came out today when we're recording it, which is Wednesday the 28th. Um, and it looked awesome. They, I love Japanese mm-hmm. stuff, you know, history, art, whatever. And this is in like he's 1600s wearing a kimono Japan. right now. <laughs> That's not his true. favorite Ninja Turtles movie uh, is the third one. That that is true. That's not true either. <laughs> but um. It's in 1600s Japan. Uh, they've got some like cl- close-ups on this gorgeous um, like costuming of these uh, Japanese warriors, and it's just really cool. And it features. I did tie this into Star Wars, which is a part of this segment that I loosely buy into. Um, but it features Nestor Carbonell, who appeared in a 2004 episode of Scrubs, which is a great television show. You should watch it if you haven't. Featuring Donald Faison, the voice of Hype Faison, 
in the worst Star Wars TV show of the <laughs> Disney era, uh, Resistance. Nice. And uh, uh, on Scrubs, wasn't there an episode that Billy D was on and they chased him around all day calling him Lando? Yeah. Oh, there was, there's been tons of Star Wars stuff on, uh, on Scrubs, but that was just like the one I was easy for me to find. Good call, Josh. Nice. Yeah. I'm pumped about, about Shogun. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. I think it's going to be I awesome. S- I saw the trailer for that. I don't know what I, w- I think it was just like a commercial on you. I think it might've just been on YouTube and I was like, Oh, that looks, yeah. yeah. It looks yeah, cool. It really looks good. legit. Yeah. And yeah. like, I hate to, like, it is cheap to compare every, high budget period genre television show to game of thrones but it legitimately is uh you know the shogun dies there's a bit of a power vacuum and it's these five different warlords vying for you know the crown which is you know very similar mm-hmm. to the plot of game of thrones but is it, uh, it um, be is it historical is it uh, fa- fa- fantastical? Is it what is it? I is it don't historical vote, fiction. I think it's historical fiction, as far as I understand. I do know that like this type of scenario did happen in, uh, you know, ancient Japan, where there was warring warlords trying to you know take over. Well, and, well right, and and game, but Game of Thrones but, is also like based on something that really happened in England, but it's um to an extent. The families are based on the families of the War of the Roses. Okay, fair. Um but um Yeah, okay. Which one of them controlled the dragons again? Well no, but the the, know, the characteristics <laughs> of the families were based on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh no, I'm pretty sure it is uh historical fiction, um, but not fantasy. Cool. Yeah, that's nice. really cool. Josh. Josh, what are you what are you what are you hype about this week? Um this week I finished um The Expanse. The show The Expanse. Okay. And it's one of my favorite uh sci fi things I've ever read and watched, uh other than Star Wars. Uh and the way that I'm tying it into Star Wars is that on one episode of this show, Sam Huntington was on, and he was also in the movie Fanboys mm-hmm. about the guys that went to go see uh, George Lucas episode one because mm-hmm. their friend was dying. Oh mm-hmm. wait, I thought Fanboys was the show where they went to see. Oh, where they break into. Um, yeah, but they Skywalker were doing, Ranch. Yeah, they break into Skywalker okay. Ranch to watch episode one because their friend's dying of cancer. I think I forgot the part that yep. he was dying of cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then he goes, they're all sitting there and he goes, hey guys, what if it sucks? <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a book series. I actually think it's two guys and they have a pen name. Which is James S.A. Corey together. And I actually think they've written some Star Wars stuff too. Um, but it's uh, it's set in our uh, solar system in the distant our future. solar system. Yep. He's a, he's and, a pirate uh, review. <laughs> there are, uh, you know, Earth is crowded and overpopulated. Uh, 
the earth the moon is is colonized mars is colonized and is its own like nation um and then the the outer planets and the belt are their own alliance and all the people that live on the asteroid belt stations and on the outer planets uh are like becoming biologically different because they're hmm. in zero g all the time and it's about like all the socio-political drama and stuff between them um they said and then there's like an alien element that comes in later on um and uh but it's one of the most realistic uh sci-fi things i've ever watched i feel like um hmm, nice. and uh it yeah you were telling me about this the yeah. other week when you were down here i think yeah no totally i pro- i probably was <laughs> definitely going to have to check out both of those um Cause I've seen, it's been a while since I've seen something for the expanse, but I know what you're talking about and Shogun. Yeah. Yes. I saw the trailer for that and it looks amazing. Um, <clears throat> well, let me see here. So I, I, I had one, the one that's got me juiced is, uh, obviously avatar, the live action dropped on Netflix. I have already watched all of it. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, I know, Lots of fans will nitpick and complain about different things here and there, but I enjoyed it. Um, it does feature one uh, Paul Sun Hyung Lee, who is Captain Carson Teva um, in Mandalorian. And he is amazing in this show. He is uh, outstanding as General Iroh. Um, certain, like the act, like full acting chops on display, does a, a fantastic job in this series. So strongly recommend that. But I did also notice that on, um, on, I think it was Netflix or I think it's Netflix, uh, resident alien. Um, I think all of resident alien dropped and I've not watched that yet, but yes, features Alan Tudyk K two S O. Um, I do want to check that out as well. So I will probably be binge watching that next. So good Uh, you 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 endorse it yes kyle pirate steve hello resident alien no uh no i was just saying to me alan tudyk is washed from uh firefly but i I haven't watched it yet uh i'll give it a shot because it's based on a comic book so it's probably cool maybe uh but i'm gonna counterpoint that avatar the last airbender was i i i don't want to say near perfect but I don't it was an excellent 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 show and it was yeah. expertly drawn and expertly performed by professional voice actors and I've only watched the first episode I'll watch the whole season and give it like a fair shake but uh not impressed with the live action version. Why is Aang flying around without his like a <laughs> uh, kite thing? Why like ch- child actors? I this is like not going to be a popular opinion. They're usually not great, especially compared to a, an adult professional. And I think that's the case in this show too. Like I don't know the the animated show was so 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 good. Uh, and the live action is only a lesser version of it. So I don't, I don't really get it. Yeah. I, and I'm not going to say they're all banger performances, but, uh, Paul, uh, Paul Sun Hyung Lee was amazing. He was really, really good in this show. Um, I'm but sure I, there's I, great yeah. stuff to it too. Yeah. You know, like the fight scenes are good. 
But, I enjoyed the fight scenes. And I appreciate that they're still like creating stuff in that world because it is a cool story, mm-hmm. but I've I've not been impressed and it is not getting um great reviews on the internet from what I've seen. No, it's uh like I said, I think there's a lot of people that don't like it. I enjoyed it. Um sure is it better be. than in the movie? comparison to the M Night Shyamalan movie so far it's it was better. <clears throat> I have heard that. That's just my take on it. it. It is better than that movie. So I have a question. Yeah. You guys have both been talking about Avatar now for 15 minutes, it feels like. Okay. Maybe three or four. <laughs> okay, sure. Hey, I'm in the exaggeration business. This is media, you know, um, the crooked media. And uh, you the didn't, neither one, of you, the, the, neither one of you mentioned uh, Mr. Filoni. Dave, yeah, got, yeah, he cut cut his cut his teeth on Avatar: The Last Airbender over over at Nickelodeon Studios. Yep, back in the late nineties, probably mid nineties, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's speaking of but yeah. Bank the Maker. So, <laughs> yeah, good good tie in, Josh. Good tie in. Um, anything else uh, you guys want to touch on for this week's episode before we wrap this up and get out of here? Two things, ahead, Josh. Dose. Dose. One. Avatar. Yeah. Love it. I also love it. Also think The Last Airbender know. or the Navi Blue People? I actually love that too. I know both? that's not popular. Okay. <laughs> yeah, both, um, but I was good, talking yeah. about The Last Airbender. I think okay. that the cartoon is also near perfect. Um, but my favorite thing that they ever did in that show was when um, I think Aang is fighting some person named the the boulder and the boulder talks in the third person and it's kind of mm. like the rock on purpose yeah. and mm. the voice the person doing that voice is mick foley oh that's great that is yeah great. it's so awesome uh, that actually like, i know that whole scene is when he goes such a to the Earth such Kingdom. a meta like yeah oh, yeah, yeah, yeah no yeah. it's Mm-hmm. And he first meets Toph, and they do the whole like Earth bending tournament. That's a great episode. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so I'm gonna I'm gonna rewatch Avatar soon. I just did recently. <laughs> it's really yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Tabs yeah. ever watched it. Uh, so, oh, oh, you really? know what? And I've never watched any of the. I've only watched the original series. I've never watched like Legend of Korra or any of the other. Legend stuff. of Korra is pretty good too. I've yeah no I've heard every I've heard all the animated stuff is good. Um, what was the second thing? Okay, so you guys know um. I got a new car today. Yeah, skirt. And it's <laughs> it's blue. And so mm-hmm. my previous car was blue, uh, but not. This is like a bright, vibrant blue. But the, I like to name my car. Uh, my previous car was because Bo he's Cartan. a seventeen year old girl. Yep. My previous car was Bo Cartan. All right. Okay. And then I was like, what Star Wars character is blue like my car? And I was like, Max, Max Rebo. And then I was like, nah, Thrawn. It's right in my face, Thrawn. Guess Ooh. what vanity plate is not taken <gasps> in the state we live in? No. Chimera. Oh, wow. Ooh. Got your little car, Chimera it's whip. Happening. Do it. It's happening. Do it. I like yep. it. And I can nice. never when I have to go to a hotel and like they have to put your thing in, I always I have to have tab go back it. out and look. Yeah. I can never remember what it is. 
You'll never. I thought you were. I thought you were going to say because my car is blue. Who else is blue in Star Wars? Terry Mithril. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to put Terry on your license plate? <laughs> no, because uh, Horatio Her- Sands is a groomer, so it's kind of weird. Oh, <laughs> yeah, don't do. That. I still don't think the that. character is funny, but like the, you know, I hope maybe mm-hmm. they'll un- I- introduce a different Mithril at some point. Fingers There's crossed. We can only somewhere. hope. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's yeah, yeah more more mithril's out what there, the people Dave. are screaming for we've been demanding yeah. more mithril since episode more one of the mandalorian yeah we need more mithril's <laughs> all right well let's wrap this up and uh we'll call it a day you're all clear kid now let's blow this thing and go home still working on that new outfit All right, y'all. Well, that was our coverage of Bad Batch Season 3, Episode 4, titled A Different Approach. Uh, For different uh, folks. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm glad that we've got new Star Wars content dropping, though. That's that's for sure. I'm glad we're finally, like, back to doing stuff and something's coming out every week. Um, Anyway, you can catch up on all of the Orb previous episodes out there on youtube or anywhere you listen to podcasts you can follow outer rim beacon anywhere on social media facebook twitter and instagram facebook sorry x whatever formerly known as twitter and instagram um you can email us outer beacon at gmail.com and my name is justin you can find me on twitter at i am the bendu where are they gonna find you guys x gonna give it to you it's been done we're not doing it again uh, what about uh, that's the what's this the exhibit song? Yeah. Yeah. I'm tr- I was <laughs> trying to think of any <laughs> other word to that song other than X. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember yeah, any other That's words exactly either. how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> I know the beat. I don't know the words. Uh, oh mm. God, we're still recording. Um, we oh yeah. Josh, I'm on this Instagram is what the people tune in for right yeah. here. Yeah. No. Mm. Battle of Batter. Yeah. Batter up. Batter up. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole different rap. That's Nelly. Uh, this is Kyle, and I am KB underscore legend on all the social medias, including Twitter, which is what I'm calling it forever until it goes bankrupt it's next year. Swang. <laughs> Look, I like the St. Lunatics, and I'm not going to be ashamed of it. <laughs> Yes. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get to stomping in my Air Force Ones, and I'm not gonna feel guilty about it. I need buy two me pair. two pairs. On <laughs> <laughs> uh, delay. All right, everybody. We'll have a great night, and uh, may the force be with you. Always. Always. Say, give me no, two pairs. You may not have two or three, but you got one, man. (laughs) I I actually know that song really well. All right. Bye. See ya.